Hello everyone, this is Amanda. And this is Laura. And this is Two Witches and Spooky Spirits. Okay, you guys, so we have another really, really, really good story. And this one is close to where we live. We live in Atlanta, Georgia. Y'all all know that already. But this story actually takes place um, it's right outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And it is actually Red River, Tennessee. Um, it is actually now called Adams, Tennessee. But... Anyway, so let's get started. This story is about the Bell Witch. And pretty much the story is about a family that moves from North Carolina to um, Red River, Tennessee. And they're, they moved there with uh, 10 other families. Um, so it was like a... It was, in the old like time long time ago sorry and like um pretty much it was like a covered wagon and it wasn't an easy move for anybody in no means you know that would be hard back then but anyways um john bell was married to lucy bell and they uh moved there and they actually had a big house and uh with lots of land so John was uh talk of the town because you know they moved from another place which was North Carolina to Tennessee and the town was talking about how great you know he was and how much I guess money he didn't really have a lot of money I don't think but like things land and stuff that other people didn't have at that time so people like really looked up to him for that and anyways uh, so he ended up with about 328 acres in the end pretty much and all of it was for farming and uh, it was well known that you know back then that farming was a really good way to make money so the like the word spread pretty fast over the town and there was a man that bought some of the land that um, John Bell had. Um, the man's name was Frederick Batts, and he was married to Kate Batts. And Frederick Batts was actually injured in an accident, so he was unable to work. So the land was sold, and... He sold the land, and he didn't let Kate know about it before he did it. And he actually sold the land to John Bell. He sold the land back to John Bell. And um, so they Kate just felt like um, John was pretty much just, like, taking advantage of them because they were poor, and he knew that, you know, they were like in a, in between a rock and a hard place, pretty much. So Kate did not take 
likely to it. Like, she was so mad. And um, Kate swore that she would make them pay, like the whole Bell family pay for that um, because she felt like they were taking advantage of her and her family because of Frederick being ill and not being able to work and make any money. But eventually John bought a slave, and the slave was um, actually one of Frederick's brother's slaves, uh, which his name was Benjamin. And Benjamin had the slave, and the slave girl was probably very young. I would say she's probably around 13. She was a teenager. She was really young. But anyway, so um, Benjamin and Frederick had a deal made with each other, and a price made with each other already agreed of how much uh, John would pay Benjamin for the slave, but they let the slave stay with her family until she was older. So in, uh, you know, in Benjamin's eyes, he was like, well, she's going to be able to do more now, so she's going to be worth a lot more money. So he told John Bell, hey, you know, she's older, so you're going to have to pay me more money or, you know, you're not going to get her or whatever. So, anyways, um, he took him to court because he thought that it wasn't fair and he filed a lawsuit against him. But, of course, you know, when you have money, um, John said that he didn't, he he didn't end up going to court over it. I guess he just like paid somebody off pretty much to get the slave, and uh, she became a slave. And Benjamin was just like, well, you know, I mean, I had this, you know, we sold her, we told him a price, blah blah blah, whatever. So the town, it just it just caused controversy all through the town and the town didn't like it and the town they took out a lot of hatred on the bell family and also they had a very strong hatred towards kate and this was because when frederick died um she kind of like took over and she was head of the house but pretty much it just boils down to she didn't take shit from anybody. And the town people said she was a witch because she didn't, she was like really level-headed. Like she, she didn't let people run over her, but also because she done like remedies, like home remedies with like medicine and things like that. So automatically in those days, they, they would, you know, label you as a witch for some dumb, stupid crap like that. But anyways... It was just because she was strong, anyways. It wasn't because she was a witch. I don't think she was a witch, anyways. But they thought she was a witch, so they just kept that going back and forth through the town. And in uh, 1817, the haunting really began for the Bell family. Uh, John was actually in the woods hunting, and he saw a creature that had the head of a rabbit in the body of a dog with black fur all over it. And he tried to shoot it, but it ended up disappearing. And just from, like, then on out, like, stuff, just weird things kept happening to the family. And he was like, you know, 
I think Kate's doing all this because I think she's a witch and she's doing all this to my family and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so one of the first other things that happened was the windows were making like a creaking noise. Um, they heard like scratching on the inside of the houses. They heard just all kinds of things you're not supposed to hear in a house, like those freaky things that were happening left and right. And um, actually, one of the daughters of the Bell family, Betsy, she actually had her hair tied around the bed frame. And that was crazy. If I had my hair tied around the bed frame, I think I'd freak out too. But um, she ended up with, like, red marks on her face. And when she came out of the room, I guess eventually after whatever let go of her hair, um, they saw all the red marks. And then other the other children and people in the house started having red marks on their face and body as well. And then on one of the bed, like the bed post, um, they heard like they had like rat chewing like marks and then they heard rats like chewing on things but there wasn't any rats around there so they were trying to figure out what the noise was but um, John Bell actually got really sick and his face and his mouth swollen and he couldn't eat his tongue was swollen um, he just got in really bad health and they prayed very hard but it just got worse and worse and then eventually they started hearing like they would get creatures like they would have animals birds um this dogs any type of animal like that they would see they would hear them starting to talk to them and what was even worse is they heard a donkey talking to them and you know I don't think donkeys are supposed to talk I mean donkeys do talk like on the movie Shrek but you know Shrek wasn't around then but that's just something funny I thought was funny about the story but anyways um so word got around to the town and actually Andrew Jackson one of the presidents uh he wanted to stay in the house and he agreed to stay in the house. You know, they let him stay in the house, John. And they let Kate, pretty much they had just heard all this stuff about Kate and the things that was going on with the town. So Andrew Jackson got really, really involved in it. And he was like, well, I want to stay in this house and see what's going on. So him and some of his soldiers were going to stay there for like a week. But they ended up only staying there one night. But when they were on their way there, their wagon just stopped. The, like the wheels stopped moving and everything. And it just sat there. And they were like, oh, God, see, you know, this must be the work of the witch. You know, the, the, there's something, you know, supernatural. And all of a sudden, all you hear is it say, like the voice it just comes out and it says, all right, General, let the wagon move. I will see you again. So that kind of freaked him out. So they only ended up staying one night, which I don't blame him. He just said he couldn't handle it. And John's health just got worse and worse. And uh, Lucy 
actually got really, really sick. She got really sick with a bad lung infection. And actually, Kate, she said that she saw Kate come to her bedside and actually take care of her and give her, like, nuts and fruit and stuff like that. And they were like, well, you know, we didn't let Kate in, so I don't think it was Kate trying to help you. And she's like, no, Kate helped me, you know. She helped me. And eventually, um, Lucy got better. And the daughter, Betsy, um, she actually was in the woods uh, when she was younger around that time. And she saw a little girl in a green dress. And she was just hanging from like a branch. And then all of a sudden she turned around and she wasn't there anymore. So she was like, what in the world is going on? She just They couldn't figure out what it was. That was just something else weird. So then they had a family friend, James Johnson. He came to help and pray for them. <clears throat> and he actually asked the spirit or entity or witch, whatever they thought it was. Uh, he said, what's your name? And it said, my name's Kate. And the word got out like really, really quick. So that just added more, you know, things um, to for the town to talk about, about her, but, um, it was the supernatural forces, and actually, um, at the, in 1980, night, excuse me, December 1820, uh, John Bell was actually found dead in his bed, and, um, one of the sons had found a bottle uh, beside the bed, which had like a nasty smell to it, and it had like a medicine-y look to it. Um, but it was, so um, Kate said she was actually taking care, you know, of John or whatever, the spirit thing, whatever she was. I don't know if she was a spirit or actually it was in a human form or whatever, but she said that she fixed him and gave him a big dose, which actually killed him. So actually on his death records, it is caused, his death was actually caused by a supernatural force. And at, they said at the funeral that Kate was laughing and smiling and just like mocking his death and just all that stuff like that. So... Then that's when the town was like, oh, she's got to be a witch, you know. Kate's got to be a witch just because of that, which I think is stupid. Anyways, but, um, so then Betsy actually grew up, and this was in 1821, and she actually was engaged to a man named Joshua Garner, and Betsy went into the woods again, into the forest, and she saw the same girl uh, hanging from the tree, and then she just disappeared. But after, like, right before she disappeared, she told Betsy that she needed to be careful and not to marry Joshua Gardner, um, so she didn't marry him. But Richard, um, she found a new husband, 
his name was Richard Powell, and they actually had about eight kids together, but most of the kids didn't live, which wasn't uncommon back then. And they actually said that he was, Richard Powell was really, really smart, so they they thought that he just made all this story up, you know, just to get publicity or whatever. Back then, that's not what it was called, but pretty much they said that he made the story up, but he, multiple people had said things about it, and it wasn't just him, so I don't think that was the case. But um, Betsy died in 1888, and uh, I guess nothing else really happened since then in between, and um, 1830, uh, the census was actually um, showed where Kate, where she was still alive. So I thought that was pretty interesting about the story. Um, But nothing really else happened. Like, I mean, they pretty much just said that Kate was the cause of it and everything and blamed her. And pretty much they blamed her the whole time. But now the family is still owned by the Bell family. Um, The owner's name is Bob Bell. And he said that the only thing he's really heard is like they had a cabinet open and some stuff fell out of it. And it didn't break or anything like that. So that was kind of weird. But it just started shaking and stuff fell out and it didn't break. But you can actually buy tickets to, that's actually the Bell Witch, the cave. It's the Bell Witch Cave, um, if you ever want to go there. But do not take anything from there because somebody took something from there. And the person that took something from there, actually within three days, he lost his home. He lost his job. He lost his wife. And they actually based a bunch of movies off of this. Uh, One of them was The Blair Witch, uh, The Bell Witch, uh, The Bell Witch, The Movie, uh, An American Haunting, and The Bell Witch Haunting. So there's a bunch of movies and books on it. And I thought y'all would really enjoy it. So me and Laura's going to discuss some about it. And I hope y'all enjoyed it. All righty. So we're going to talk about the Bell Witch. What did you think about the Bell Witch, Laura? Um, I think that thing you were talking about, uh, what was it, the hair being wrapped around that girl's? That was crazy. That was a good yeah. part of the story. About the damn bedpost, yeah. Yes, that's fucking terrifying. What if a damn, you was asleep and then you got your hair wrapped around the bedpost? I would freak the fuck out. Yep. I'm glad I don't got no bedpost. <laughs> I got a bedpost. That's a locked in new fear for me. Thanks for that one, Mom. Yeah, lovely, beautiful. Um, but it really just sounds like a bunch of supernatural stuff was happening that they were trying to blame on her. Yeah, that's pretty much the way it is. Like they pretty much were trying to blame her with being a witch, and yeah, and that whole the she stop the carriage thing like I don't believe that either yeah that's 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 what 
I don't I think some of the story may be real, but I think somebody's exaggerated some of it on. But you do know that they have a the, place in Tennessee where we go to work all the time up there that is that's a real place. You can go in the cave and all that stuff. It's a true story, but I think they've just exaggerated and added things to it. Well, not only that, but like all the stories of quote unquote witches or exaggerations because it came from men that were trying to push that so hard. Like Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. It was just like because she didn't take any crap and just she had to tell you that men were threatened by a powerful woman, man, back then. Like, yep. But I already told CJ, I was like, man, they better not ever make time travel a thing for me because I'm going to go back in time and fuck some niggas up. <laughs> I thought it was crazy how, like, they it, it talked to them, right? The spirit talked to them or whatever it was that would talk to them. And it would, like, tell them to do things or things that were going to happen. And, mm-hmm. But it... I don't understand was if it was Kate, how was Kate doing it? Was she like telepathically doing it and with witchcraft while she was alive? I bet like, it was like a demon or a spirit or something trying to take like the form of Kate. And use her like as a vessel or something? No, just you know like how they take sh- shapes of like they can take shapes of kids and stuff like if she- the spirit, like, felt their hatred for her and their paranoia. They could totally use that, I feel like. Yeah. But, like, if they say that it's, like, calmed down now. And that guy, Bob Bell, owns it. But, obviously, it hasn't calmed down too much if they still have. I mean, there's still got to be stuff going on if they're, uh, you know, selling tickets and stuff to go into the caves, I would think. Just like they say, if you take something from there, like that one guy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you definitely wouldn't want to take anything out of there. That was really stupid. I think mm-hmm. you just got to be dumb as well. I mean, you know, people are skeptics, so it makes perfect sense. Yep. But that's a, a old story. My mom used to tell me about that story all the time. Yeah, I've heard about it on other podcasts and stuff, too, so I kind of knew. I think, like, Art Bell, you, if you've ever heard of him, he's like an old, he's like an old tele, like, a had, like, a radio show and a stuff on, he did a lot about the Bell Witch, but it was pretty cool. I, I, or maybe he was part of the family, I'm not real sure, I can't remember how that was, but. Told a bunch of stories about it, but I think I think we need to try to go there. That would be cool to go there, and if you can still go in there now because of COVID, I don't know if they're doing anything or not. But yeah, I didn't know that that was in Tennessee. Yeah, it's like right outside of Nashville. So oh, well, we're up there almost every day, anyways. Yep, story of our lives, but. I just think it's crazy how the story was told and like told so many years and it just it's like still going and going and going. Right. So it makes you think 
It, it's true. I mean, it could be true. It sounds like it's true, but I think they just elaborated some of the stuff on there, like I said, but I don't know how that works, but I know. I definitely don't know if she was a witch to begin with, but I mean, if she did end up dying, you know, yeah, on, that definitely could have become a thing. Yeah. But it, it's crazy how that story was. But, I mean, I know I know a lot about it, but I didn't know if you knew a lot about it or not. I've heard about it on another podcast and stuff, so I, I, I knew a good bit of it. And yeah. that's one of the stories Adam was talking about, about wanting to go to Tennessee and stuff, too. Yeah, I think, and he was talking about Gettysburg and stuff like that, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to try to make a, take a trip and do that and see if we hear anything or get any recordings or anything. That would be cool to do, but I don't know if they let you have your phone in there or not. I mean, one of these Fridays, if we end up working in Tennessee, we could just stay the weekend or something. Yeah, maybe go there and explore. Yeah. And we could go to the Cat Cafe. Have you seen the Cat <laughs> Cafe? I have kitty cats. Mm-hmm. We go to the cat cafe. It's in Nashville? Uh, yes. No, the cat cafe is in uh, Chattanooga. What? Yeah. I want to go. Yeah, no, I want to go too, but I was just trying to get, like, your input on the bell witch and what you thought about it and. I definitely don't think she was a witch to begin with, but I do think that, you know, after time of passing and everything, you know, she definitely could have, like, became that way. Well, more, maybe not a witch, but more like a protective spirit, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, just a spirit, or uh, like, a spirit or supernatural thing, like a, I don't know, but it's I've always found it fascinating. And they have everything, you know, written about it in, like, books and yeah. movies and stuff like that. No, it's that definitely makes... an interesting case, for sure. Yep. Well, I just feel like it was mainly just people and their paranoia, though. Like, another one of those cases of paranoia. Yep, like always. And it was, like, a purse, like people that had money and people that didn't like them and then they but I don't think like it well it kind of makes sense like she would kind of put a curse on somebody for taking their land and not paying them enough for it well I mean curses are really just your energy and what you put out there you know so it's possible for sure yep but I don't know, but I think we should try to go and maybe document it or something and put it on the podcast. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Well, I guess is that all we got about the bail the bail witch? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't really have too much to say. I, that pet the bedpost thing is what really got me. Yeah, that's creepy. And then but... the rats, like them saying they heard rats and stuff. And there were no rats there. When we lived in Corn Cove, I told you that I heard scratching in the walls all the time. And you were like, it's probably rats. It's like, but it wasn't really rats. Yeah. 
fucking scared the shit out of me all the time. Kind of sounds like the poltergeist activity, too, or something. They yeah. didn't know what it was back then, also, too, and they just blamed it on witchcraft. I don't think they really believed in the paranormal like that. I think it was easier to blame it all on witchcraft. And people who don't didn't live a certain way, like Christianity, mm. they blamed that on them. And then people that healed themselves with medicine and that or not that like part they, too. That that I thought that was so crazy. Uh, and like, the part about uh, the girl being sick and she said that Kate healed her or whatever. Yeah, that's the mom. That was Lucy, the mom. Oh yeah, and then she was like, "Kate, heal, heal me," and they were like, "Oh well." She hasn't been here. We haven't let her in. Yeah. So how would that happen? Uh-huh. Something had to happen. Though. How the hell did she get in there and heal him? Right. But... I mean, she could have snuck in there for real. I mean, yeah. if she did herbal medicine like they said she did and she was scared of getting caught, you know? Yeah. Totally so, possible she could have snuck in there. I really think it's just a thing that I don't think she was mad at the whole family. I think she was mad at mainly John Bell. Probably. Did they say that he had, I thought he had like a diary or something. I think so, but then also one of the sons supposedly dug up something on the property. I think they found a a bone or they found something and they disturbed, oh, a grave. They, one of the sons disturbed a grave, but yeah, you do that shit, some shit's gonna come after you anyways, more than likely. So, and that's one other thing they said. It was like uh, a spirit told, come to them and told them that they were once uh, someone who lived there and they were buried on the property and their grave was disturbed and that's why they messed with the family also. Right. Which makes sense. I mean, you don't mess with people's graves. It's, even if you're farming on the land, you don't. That's one thing you do not mess with is people's graves. You know what's crazy, though, is how many graves do you think you walk on on a daily basis without even knowing it? I know. Think about that all the time. Or how many graves you're driving over and don't even know it. Right. But It's just like a Lake Alatoona or whatever. No. Oh, God, yeah. No, we need to do, we need to do an episode on Lake Lanier. Ooh, that's some scary oh, shit, yeah, y'all. No. You're ever in Atlanta, do not go to Lake Lanier. Yeah, Laura's been to Lake Lanier a bunch, but I don't go and get in Lake Lanier. You know, it's weird as I didn't know that it was haunted then, but you know, like when I went, I could feel that it was, it felt weird. Like I kept telling dad, I was like, I feel weird. I kind of want to go home. And he was like, what do you mean? We just drove all like two hours out here. And I was like, you know, I don't know. It felt funky to me. And when I was out in the water, Something was telling me, like, not to go out too deep out there. Because, you know, like, I can swim or whatever. But I was like, I'm just going to stay right here where you first get in. At, and I'm a good swimmer, so. Yeah. But, yeah, we should do that. We should, like, totally t- talk about that. that we I- should go. That Oh, that's what we need to do. If we're both home next weekend, let's go to Lake Lanier and walk around and do an episode. Oh, Lord. Okay. I'm like Lanier. But we're not getting in there. My ass ain't getting in there. Ooh. I went and took a yacht from over there, and I felt that bad juju. I was like, oh, hell no. I want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. No. That's that is not a good energy source. It's not a good place to be energetically. 
All right, y'all. So I guess we will wrap up this on the Bell Witch, and uh, we will probably be. I'm not going to promise, but we'll try to maybe get to Lake Lanier and walk around. And if we can't get there, we could just do the history on it. Yeah, I think it would be cool to go though. I would. We're not doing nothing. Maybe we could squeeze it in on Saturday or something. Maybe. All right, you guys. Well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Bell Witch. Um, And we will talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye.